Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of The Adventures of Flash. This is episode number 12, Political Correctness, Running Amok. Well everyone, thank you for staying with the podcast. And uh, This week we're going to explore some of the things that offends people today. Whether it's celebrating Christmas or Easter, Christmas songs, movies, It's done plumb gone crazy, as everybody out there knows. It is completely ludicrous. Everything in the world offends someone, and we're on a slippery slope now. And uh, if the things continue to slide like it is, everything in the world is going to be nitpicked apart. All the movies, all the songs, and a lot of those songs was put out back in a time where they have different meanings than they do today. You know, like I say, the world has gone crazy with political correctness. And, you know, I try to be I try to be politically correct, but uh, it's just impossible in today's world because if you don't have the same views as other people, then they call you uh, a liberal or they call you a racist. If you're left, it's liberal, right, racist. Well, I'm going to have to say this about all that. Uh, Each side has gone crazy. So I just try to be me, Flash, and I surely am not a liberal, but I'm not uh, slanting way to the right either. And like I've always said, this uh, podcast is not going to become political. I just uh, am sharing my own views about how the world has gone crazy about political correctness, and I'm going to have a few videos and opinions of some different people here tonight. Uh, so listen in, everyone, and then we'll come back and we'll discuss some things and we'll talk. Thank you, guys. I'll be right back. Um, uh, Desiree, I guess is the one name. Okay, Desiree Christmas Station. It's Christmas music, not just for the Christmas season, all year long. Well, apparently, the Moonbats now say that they want this song banned. You know, on second thought, yes, I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. I swear to you, so they are no longer running. Baby, it's cold outside. It has been banned. Other stations are under pressure to ban it. Because according to liberals, it is predatory in nature. It's a, this is a 1944 Christmas classic. Uh, it was penned by Guys and Dolls writer uh, Frank Lesser. And they now say, uh, look, maybe this stuff worked in the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, uh, 2000s, 2010s. But now in the hashtag MeToo movement, it no work no more. We don't want this anymore. So they're now calling it a Christmas date rape song. Uh, Social justice warriors, I'm not kidding, the snowflakes, bombarded the station saying that uh, this is, it, it violates hashtag me too. And according to them, if you read the lyrics, they go, the tune is very catchy, but if you read the lyrics, quote, It's not something that I would want my daughter to be in that kind of a situation 
the host of that station, Desiree, um, uh, Desiree, I guess is a one namer. Okay, Desiree told CNN. And li one liberal after another has now coming out. They're saying, look, maybe in 1944 it was fine. That was a different time. But now, while reading it, it seems very manipulative and wrong. According to them, uh, you have a woman that doesn't want to be with this guy at a party or whatever. She wants to leave. He's not allowing her to leave. And uh, it's basically saying, furthering the stereotype, that no means yes. And I'm not kidding, date rape counselors, rape counselors, have now come out and said, look at the message that it sends. It is desensitizing rape. It's basically saying it's okay to rape somebody. Now, I'm listening to the song, and I'm like, where's the rape? Where's the sexual assault? It's a playful song between a man between a man and a woman. Can you just play it again a little bit there, Brittany? You know, he likes her, wanted to go outside. He want, you know, he's in love with her. He wants to kind of get closer to her. She's kind of saying, ah, you know, cool your jets a little bit. They're being a little bit playful with one another. And before you know it, according to the Moonbats, this is a rape song. Look at the rap and the hip hop songs. The, the be this, mother be this, I want a blank, you know, I mean, I got to be careful, but, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's okay. You know, hey, B, you know, and it goes on and on. I want to do this to you, B, and, and on. No problem. This 1944 Christmas classic, verboten. So, let me ask you, should Baby It's Cold Outside be banned? Because now it is a Christmas date rape song. Well, you know, I'm going to have to go along with that. That's, it's just completely crazy. Every little thing now offends somebody. It don't matter what it is. Uh, they'll uh, add stuff to what's said, and they're offended by everything. Uh, it's just crazy. Now I'm going to have a little uh, one about Rudolph on here. The Rudolph is supposed to be a racist now, so let's listen to this one. Rudolph is a really nice story about perseverance and being the outcast um you know it's like you're the weirdo in the group but like you make it anyway and you're special that's literally what rudolph is about it's like he has a weirdo nose and uh you know nobody likes him until they realize that his weirdo nose saves the day and he's the hero so it's like a beautiful story if you're the oppressed victim like the left thinks they are you could watch that and be like, man, that inspires me. Like, I'm going to go fly or, you know, I'm going to go work for Santa one day or I, whatever. Overall, it's like a story of perseverance and being the outcast. But ridiculous uh, Huffington Post says that Rudolph uh, is not diverse enough. They have huge diversity problems and that the, I don't know, I don't even know. I, I couldn't even watch the whole video. It's like, it's reeking with racism and sexism and it's so bad. And it's just like, what what don't you want to ruin, Huffington Post? What what sancti sanctity or com like thing in culture do you not want to destroy? Like we had comedy, they're trying to ruin that. We have like Christmas, they're trying to ruin that. When families come together, we have Thanksgiving, they already ruined that. Although I still enjoy myself. 
you know, genders, man, woman, transgender, people switching, that's cool, but now there's 50 genders, and if you disagree, you're going to get kicked off Twitter, you're like, okay, all right, this is getting a little weird, and then it's like, no, gender doesn't exist, and you're like, all right, now this is getting pretty weird, and then it's like, you know, like, it's just so strange, I I don't know what to say, but I'm going to, I'm going to fight on the front lines for Christmas, God bless you, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, excuse me, I know you're a fictional character, you can't stand up for yourself, but I will stand up for you, Don't ruin Christmas. Stop ruining Christmas movies. And my takeaway from this before I go on, this is the greatest time maybe in American history. This is the greatest time maybe in human history. And you know how I know this because especially in America now, if you were in Libya or you're in Syria or you're in Honduras or somewhere else, I'm not saying everybody, but some people, your question is not, can I wake up today and make up oppression that doesn't really exist because I'm so spoiled, rotten, and privileged? you're like, have real life consequences to deal with. Like Syria, you know, they wake up and they're like, hmm, is Al-Qaeda or Al-Nusra, are they going to like attack my my family today? Am I going to get, you know, attacked by a terrorist attack because the United States and others decided to fund rebels and topple the Syrian regime? You know, in Libya, you're like, here, am I going to get enslaved parts of India? You know, there's a lot of Hindus and Sikhs who say that they're persecuted uh, by extremist radicals all the time. So it's like, there's a lot of things. There's billions of people in the world who don't have access to clean sanitation uh, when it comes to the water system. So you have to ask yourself, how how much more privilege could you possibly get if your idea of oppression and your idea of of being uh, discriminated against is digging so deep to sitting on a supercomputer, a smartphone, or like a $2,000 Apple computer, drinking a coffee like I do, and then saying, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write an article and make a video about how Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is really sexist and discriminatory. They think that this makes them like the all-being victim, and this makes them like, oh, I'm such a good feminist or an activist. It just makes you look like the biggest loser and the most pathetic uh, phony on the planet. When there's people getting bombed and murdered because of your bad reporting, and you literally think you're like a social justice warrior because you're writing about Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. This doesn't make you look oppressed. This makes you look privileged. All the privilege that you say have other people. I don't care what gender or race you are. If you have time to sit there and make a video and an article about how you think Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer is discriminatory, congratulations, you just proved my point. You're living in the golden era of humanity where we have smartphones and cars and Uber Eats and people will deliver hot, delivered food to your door. Like literally, it's steaming hot for $15. It's like the greatest time ever. My grandfather had to wear potato sack underwear because they didn't have money. You'll you'll never catch me. You'll never catch me sitting here complaining and crying about a, a video, a, you know, com- Christmas uh, movie that you don't even have to watch. It's just so annoying because they think they think it makes them look good and it makes them look like they care about people, but it really just exposes how ridiculously privileged and spoiled they are and how they are not grateful for anything. It's absolutely insane. Long live Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I will not submit. I will not back down. I will stand up for Rudolph because God knows he can't stand up for himself. He's not really real. Or is he? Who knows? You know, I completely agree with him on all those points. It's just completely ludicrous that everyone's trying to destroy Christmas. Come on, folks. That's the time of Christ's birth. I got another one here that I want everybody to listen to here for a second. It's, uh, all these are pretty good here. Don't you just love the sound of that? 
Christmas classics in the month of December have no place simply because of the Me Too movement. Now, they could just be slamming Me Too on this for no reason, since the station themselves are the only ones who can pull the song off without any questions. But also considering the fact that this song has been playing across America since the 1940s, I can't help but feel like some advocates of the Me Too movement are partially, if not fully, responsible for this new kind of censorship. And I'm calling it for what it is because there was literally no reason for this. And I'm sure you're going to hear excuses like it pushes the line of consent or it's manipulative and wrong or it promotes date rape and oh it has date rape drugs in it, this, that, and the third. But you gotta take into consideration that this was, once again, written in the 40s. What are the chances that at a time where things were much simpler and such complex issues were not addressed as aggressively, that this song is actually going to showcase rape and romanticize it as a tangible thing. Probably slim to none, especially way back then. But you know what? Let me just give these people the benefit of the doubt. Let's look at the lyrics. I notice a lot of people have a problem with, say, what's in this drink, and the answer is no. Just, just as a couple examples. The first one has caused some controversy because other people are referencing it as a date rape drug. She couldn't just be asking if the drink is alcoholic. No, because that, that's not possible. And she couldn't just be saying that in a tongue-in-cheek way to state to this infatuation of hers that she's telling the truth. You know, because that was never said in the 30s. And when she says the answer is no, yeah, because yeah, it's impossible for women to be coy in the dating game. Oh, God. You know. I guess people don't know what the word coy means. This is supposed to be an interaction between a perfectly consenting couple. It was supposed to be a quirky, coy little game that a man and a woman can play with each other whenever they're singing this song in its true meanings. And yes, there are a couple of sexual innuendos, but in no way does it promote sexual violence. The guy is begging her not to leave. And the only reason why he would act so desperate is because he recognizes that she has the choice to leave. If he was totally fine with everything that was happening and he wasn't giving her a choice, the lyrics would be much different. The same thing goes for if the girl was actually uncomfortable. She wouldn't be saying things like, well, maybe just a cigarette more or maybe just a half a drink more. And she sure as hell would not have succumbed to his excuses if she really didn't want to stay the night with him. But notice how she never outright says, I don't want to, or I feel uncomfortable. That's not present anywhere. And she's not begging and pleading as if her life was in danger. Hell, half the time, she doesn't even bring up herself. She says things like, my aunt's mind is vicious, uh, my sister is suspicious, the neighbors might think, or my father will be pacing the floor, this, that, and the third. And the reason why she's saying that, if this song should be the birthplace for any outrage, it should be outrageous because the woman feels like she has to cater to all these other people instead of doing whatever she damn well pleases with her life. That should be the real cause of outrage. But no, no, we're just gonna interpret everything that light touches as a form of sexual violence, because that's what the Me Too movement should be about. Yeah, because that's, that's not censorship at all or anything, and that's not radical in any way. And you know, the reason I feel so bitter towards movements like this especially ones centered around sexual violence, is simply because of things like this. 
And you know what? It's not even about the song anymore. This is a much bigger issue than one song ever could be. It's about this movement transcending in purpose. They have gone from advocacy against sexual violence to literally taking everything that light touches as a form of sexual violence and censoring it accordingly. And if they can actually get to a radio station and bring about this kind of change, I can only imagine what's going to happen to other classics like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Happy Thanksgiving Charlie Brown because those pieces of art have already come under fire for racism and sexism and bullying. And to even address this once again feels like I'm already beaten a dead horse. I've discussed the issue of sexual violence twice in a row with a lot more nuance than I would like to have had. And I'm just so tired, okay? I'm so tired of seeing everything in the media being perceived as a form of sexual violence or oppression against women. I'm just so sick and tired of hearing rape, 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 rape everywhere I go. I'm so sick of it because I've grown up with a fear of being raped since I was a little girl. And yes, this is going to get very personal very fast. I've had this fear of being raped and just generally losing power ever since I was young. And I've been told constantly growing up that because I was a girl, I was being oppressed or that I was vulnerable, that there was no safe place for me and that rapists are everywhere. You know what that kind of mentality does? It lands people in a mental hospital. I'm serious. And if you're going to perceive every form of media as a tongue-in-cheek to sexual violence, you're going to land yourself in the clink. Because that's what paranoia does to you. And I am willing to admit that I almost let it get to me. I almost believed that rape was as common as the CDC states it is. I almost believed that classics like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer and Happy Thanksgiving Charlie Brown had oppressed women or minorities. And I really almost believed that rape and sexual violence was everywhere. And I started to think that I couldn't leave my house without being subjected to such terrible, inhumane acts of brutality. And then I realized I live in the United States where brutality seems to be on the other side of the spectrum. Psychological brutality. Because it's not just about a song anymore. It's about a movement going from its original purpose to something radical and insane. And I don't know how much longer this country is going to stand for it. Wow. Well, I guess she told her opinion on that. Uh, I'm not saying that I agree with that or I don't agree with it. Uh, that's just uh, one of the... Uh, interviews that I have here today, uh, one of the tapes that I have, uh, that's her opinion and it does not reflect the opinion of, of my podcast, Adventures of Flash, and don't think that any of these reflects my opinions. I will state my opinions coming from me and all these uh, interviews here are individual people with their Opinions. The next one will be on a school board. This is in uh, 2009. A school board banned Christmas and Easter. I want everyone to listen into this. This is tonight's really, top highlight. Got a little commercial here first. Insurance saves you money. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Truman, 33rd President of the United States. Uh, 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 uh. 
This is the school board. We were founded as a Christian nation. We want that back. We want uh, Christ in Christmas. We want the very things that were so very precious to us. When I went through Studi Central High School, naturally during Baptist Bible College, we want those back in place, including the Ten Commandments. James and Madison said our whole civilization is built upon the Ten Commandments of Almighty God. Thank you. God bless you. And may God bless our new president. Thank you. Here, here in support of the speaker, please rise. Thank you. Why did you undo it? There is no reason to do it. We have several things that went on. Uh, Disney Elementary had a winter party. Are you really trying to tell kids today and tell parents out here with a straight face that you want us to celebrate winter? Winter, not Christmas, winter. Why did kids get off two weeks all over the country, members of the board? I'll ask you this question, and if any of you would like to answer, I'm sure people would love to hear. Do kids get off because it's Christmas around the United States or because it's winter? Anyone? Sir, the board won't respond to public comments. You have the, This is your opportunity to address the Well, I think the board. we know the answer, don't we? It's Christmas. We're offended. We are offended that you would take Christmas away from us. I'm not opposed to anything else happening, but how dare you take Christmas Sir, away from us? your five minutes are about to expire. Please conclude. Well, I want to conclude with something about Kwanzaa that you do teach your kids, and I want it on the record for everybody to know. Kwanzaa was started by a gentleman... You have 15 seconds. Uh, ...that was... Uh, convicted of felony assault and false imprisonment and tortured two women, um, whipped them with electrical cords, beat them with a karate baton, ordered them to remove their clothes and perform sex acts on them. Uh, he then put hot soldering irons in their mouth and against their face and put their toes in a vice and broke their toes. He also put detergent in their mouths Sir, and running it's hoses. Time for the next speaker. That's what Kwanzaa is, and you're okay to teach that, but not Christmas. Unacceptable to me, unacceptable to all of us out here. If you're willing to meet us halfway and put Christmas and Easter back on the calendar, we will all gladly work for the school Sir, board and I'm pass sorry, the... your time has expired. Thank you. Mr. D. Wampler. If you're here if you're here to support the speaker, please stand. Okay, thank you. We don't have a strict separation of church and state. We never have. We don't now. There are dozens and dozens of examples of an accommodation between church and state, not the least of which is every coin and every dollar in your pocket, which has our national motto, in God we trust. So I don't know why Christmas was taken off the calendar. I have ideas that it's political correctness run amok. I'm here because Christmas is American history, and you teach American history here, your current history book that you use doesn't mention Christmas. The school book that I believe is going to be recommended for you to purchase in the next couple of weeks, of which you may purchase 10,000 copies, it doesn't mention Christmas either. So someone is very successful in removing any mention whatsoever of America's 
history concerning the faith of our founding fathers. It's our history, it's our tradition, and it's our culture. And I say, please restore America's greatest national holiday back on the school calendar. Thank you for your consideration. If you're here, please, please stand and do not applaud. Thank you. The next speaker is Alan Kemper. Our founding fathers said this, and I quote from Harry S. Truman. He said this, this is a Christian nation. If we ignore the spiritual foundations of our birth as a nation, we do so at our peril. It took a faith in God to win our freedom. Harry S. Truman, 33rd President of the United States. George Washington said, never remove faith, never remove these two pillars upon which our nation is built upon, religion and morality. Whoever would try to subvert these pillars, he said, is not a patriot, not an American. So with that, I am. If you're here in support of the speaker, please stand. Okay, thank you very much. Can I ask a question, Ms. Gell? Is there a reason why oh, people were laughing on the school board while he was talking? Is there Sir, order. something funny about that? I mean, I we'll move on to uh, agenda modifications. Dr. Prater, did you have one? I would request that we uh, take uh, item 8.1. Excuse me, sir. You're out of order. I know, and I'm leaving. I would, remove, I I would request that we take item 8.1 from the consent agenda to item separate consideration. We'll wait until we take our kids up somewhere else. And if you guys think it's funny that we came here to speak our mind, then shame on you. Sir, I don't think anybody thought it was funny. Please. There are people laughing here, and your jobs are up for election, and we'll be the ones watching. Wow, that was just one school board that banned Christmas and Easter in their school because they thought they would offend someone. Everyone nowadays is so scared that they're going to offend someone. It's just ridiculous. I have another one here. This is Rudolph. The next uh, story is about Huff. Get your popcorn ready. With our customized insurance, you save hundreds. We gotta get them commercials in, guys. I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been hoping that you drop so in. very nice. I'll hold your hand. Well, in case you missed this story, the popular Christmas song, Baby, It's Cold Outside, has been pulled from a radio station in Cleveland, Ohio. The station argues they took it off the airwaves because it's no longer appropriate in the Me Too era. They say the song goes against consent and is a clear testament to misogyny in America. Well, this created a huge stir online. The majority of people saying they like the song and are defending it. Now this week, another Christmas classic is being considered inappropriate by some for a different reason. Yeah, it seems like some people are saying that Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer should be banned because they said it promotes bullying. Let's listen to a clip of the movie. <laughs> all right, all right, Mary Annings, back to practice. Okay. Oh, no, not you. You better go home with your folks. From now on, gang, we won't let Rudolph join in any reindeer games, right? Right, right, right. 
All right, some people are going so far as to say that Rudolph is verbally abused in the film. A lot of opinion and topic online, and we're continuing the conversation right now with Blanca Cobb. So, Blanca, obviously, people, a lot of people are saying, come on here, this was just a coach, this was the time back then, there's no big deal. You know, why do you think all the hype about this, and what are your initial thoughts about the way this was handled? I think what happens a lot of times is that people think that if you open the can of worms, if you will, yeah. then it continues to permeate. So if you just get rid of it, then it's gone. Mm -hmm. But as we know, that's not the case. No. Now, talk about bullying, the, the difference in bullying back then when this special came out. And I think Rudolph came out in the 60s uh, mm -hmm. versus now. It's the same. It's the same hurtful words. It has the same damage. The mode of the transmission is different. So now there's social media, so you can reach larger audiences in a faster time. However, but it's still hurtful. I mean, you're still going to say things what you, what you don't like about somebody or what you disagree with. It's but, but is pulling the movie a classic off the air the answer, or could this just be turned into a teaching moment or a discussion with parents and their kids? You bring up a great point. Mm -hmm. I think you turn it into a teaching moment in discussion. Look, you can't erase history just because you don't like what happened a long time ago. It's part of our history. However, you can take it and say, let's talk about this. What is it nice about the film? But then also talk about how Rudolph persevered and he found a support yeah. group, right? That's what you do. That's what you do today if somebody doesn't like you at work, right. somebody doesn't like you at yeah. school. You find a support group. You have to get tough. You have to figure out a way of, to handle it. But just yeah. pretending that it doesn't exist is not going to make the problem go away. I completely agree. I think that, that you tell kids, hey, you know, people will treat you like this in life. It's the way yeah. it is. Pretending that that's not there doesn't teach your kid anything. Letting him see what bullying is and how this particular situation he persevered is a winning lesson. Absolutely. And then, then also think about how when something is different, we don't like it. Right. And then over time, you get accustomed to it, and you're like, well, wait a second. You can look at the situation from a different angle, from a different... Somebody else could bring something forward about the situation you didn't even thought about or about a person since we're talking about a person, and you're like, oh, yeah, this person is cool. Think about how many times you make a rash judgment about somebody, mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, my gosh, this person really is nice. Yeah, I really have a the, lot of common... The land of, of the misfit toys. That's yeah. a pretty cool people there. Absolutely. <laughs> and I believe there's a difference between verbal abuse and Absolutely. tough love and encouragement. Yeah, it's true. All right, thanks, Blanca. We appreciate it. If you want to continue this conversation with Blanca, all you have to do is go to her Facebook page. Hey, everybody, I'm back. Well, I'm going to talk about that a little bit, and I'm going to have to say this one more time. I either neither support or reject any of the people's opinions that was on the podcast tonight. Uh, I'm neutral in that. I got my own opinions, but uh, my podcast is controversial enough, and... Uh, that's the way I'm going to leave that. Uh, of course, now I'm going to tell you something. I'm kind of like the guy that said that he supports Rudolph 100%. And also, I don't mind putting my opinion out on the Christmas thing. Yes, I'm going to say Merry Christmas. And anybody that don't want to say Merry Christmas, you go right ahead and don't say Merry Christmas. But like I say, that's celebrating Christ's birth. And the country has leaned way too far left. But, I mean, that's them. And uh, I got my own opinion. And, hey, I'm going to have a Christmas tree. I'm not going to have no holiday tree. So that's my opinion on that. And uh, each one of my listeners out there, I know that I'm going to get some flack uh, about my podcast uh, tonight. Uh, I always do. Each and every week I get some flack. But, hey, I get way more support than I get flack. And uh, 
tonight uh, I usually go into questions and uh, last episode we didn't go into no questions and I don't think I'll go into any questions and answers tonight. Uh, we might have an episode of just questions and answering one night. And uh, I will answer a couple of my uh, listeners out there that sent in some uh, questions. Uh, I usually don't uh, just throw them out on the air like that, but uh, I got uh, one girl that's been asking about the haunted house deal, and uh, she wants to go to the haunted house, but <laughs> I don't know if you'd really want to go there or not after you get over there. Uh, uh, I have contacted the folks again at the one haunted house that I did the episode on, and uh, they are willing to uh, let us go to the haunted house to try to do a podcast from there in the near future. And, uh, hey, I'm willing to go on over there, especially if I got somebody with me. I'm kind of like a chicken. I'm kind of like Don uh, Wrinkles or Don Knotts in that one movie, The Ghost and Mr. Chicken. But, hey... Uh, I think it'll be a blast, and I think it'll be a real super, super blast is what it'll be. And uh, uh, I apologize for my vocabulary and stuff tonight. I'm a little bit under the weather. Uh, I hadn't been feeling real well. Uh, my podcast was postponed uh, one night because we had a ice storm, and uh, all the our power and stuff was out, and uh, Flash's power was out for 16 hours. And uh, it really wasn't that good of a weekend. So we're hoping that next weekend will be a better weekend. And uh, I know a lot of people, actually hundreds of people, went through the same thing I did. So it's not just me, and I'm not crying about it. Uh, That's just one of the deals about living out in the country. And uh, I wouldn't live anywhere else in the world, especially over in that haunted house. Man, that's a spooky house. And... uh, when that uh, young lady gets over there with me, and that, and when she sees that house, she may have second thoughts, and she may not even want to go into the house. But if she does, I'm willing to do it. Uh, the people are really uh, tripped out. People, uh, the uh, lady looks like a witch from the 18th century, and the guy looks like the the crazy guy with the steel plate off Chainsaw 2, and uh, hey, for all I know, he could be the guy off Chainsaw 2. Man, that was a weird show. Uh, I've been thinking about it. I've been getting some requests, and I've been thinking about uh, reviewing some movies. Uh, one of our uh, fellow podcast people uh, does... Uh, uh, reviews on on horror movies and uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, we may do a couple of those too. Uh, if anybody's got any ideas on any movies to review, send that in. And uh, my uh, email address and everything is on my podcast now. So keep them rolling, y'all. Uh, especially want to thank uh, a lot of my listeners in uh, other countries. Uh, they have really supported us well, and the English-speaking ones, you know, uh, we don't do no translations, uh, but uh, they uh, have really responded well, and uh, all the countries like India, Saudi Arabia, uh, I don't know, there's too many to, to list tonight, but 
we've really been doing good from them two countries. Or they're pretty heavily populated countries. We even have, we even have a few from China, believe it or not. And uh, they are in English. They're students, and uh, we appreciate those coming in. And uh, I'd like to really send out a thank you to that girl from India that sent me that love note. I like that. Uh, Keep on sending them love. <laughs> Keep on sending them love notes in here. I like that. Uh, I'm not saying that Flash uh, is uh, going for that, but I really liked it anyway. You know, you got to keep your ego going, and uh, that's a good way to do it. Uh, that was a good one there. Keep sending that in, and I'm not gonna uh, throw a shout out to your name because you didn't want me to. But if you change your mind, I'll throw a shout out to you because I do that from time to time. And uh, all you got to do is ask Flash to do it, and he will do it. Uh, people, uh, keep listening in each and every week. Uh, we, Like I always say a thousand times, we appreciate every one of y'all, all the support and all the listens. And, uh, hey, I got to say this. All the social media supports us good, and we're not getting as much uh, support from Facebook. All the other uh, social media sources have gave us overwhelming support except for Facebook. What's wrong with you guys on Facebook, man? What's wrong with you people? If you got derogatory comments to make, make those too. We'd like to, we'd like to hear those. We'll... Uh, Try to correct whatever you don't like, maybe, but it's very doubtful. Just like the girl that said something about Flash uh, doing all the questions from the girl. Flash is going to do this podcast his way. And like Flash always said, if you don't want to listen to it, don't turn it on. But hey, I appreciate it if you do turn it in, and I love you guys. So hey, y'all keep coming back, and uh, next episode will do will be uh next uh weekend it'll be a good one uh we'll let y'all guys know we'll try to let you guys know in advance what we're going to do it on and uh i still send a little hateful shout out to wwe uh are you gonna let your guys do interviews on my podcast you told them no but Change that over, man. Come on, you guys. I might uh, take that dive for you if you throw in enough money up here at A-State. Who knows? Anything's possible, man. It might be best for business if I did, right? Hey, thank y'all. I appreciate y'all tuning in. I want y'all to tune back in next week. Hey, we might have a special episode on Christmas. We're thinking about doing a Christmas. Notice I didn't say holiday. Christmas special, Christmas night. And who knows who we might have on there. We might have anybody in the world on this podcast any given night. Hey, none of them's too good. All we got to do is throw a little bit of that money their way, and everybody's willing to come on here. And that's another thing I got to say something about. A lot of you guys want too much money to come on my podcast. I'm not going to give you thousands of dollars for 10 minutes interview on my podcast you guys come on down on your prices on the on appearing on my podcast 
and I might have you on my podcast. And all you crazy people that cuss and everything, I can't have that on here. I'd like, I'd love to have you guys on here, but I cannot have no profanity on here. A, a cuss word here and there wouldn't be so bad, but some of you guys goes on, and that's all you do. And you know who you are out there. I don't even have to put your names out there. You know who you are. But anyway, getting back to this, uh, I want you guys to tune in next week because next week we might go on the road. Okay, thank y'all. We may go over to that haunted house. Uh, little lady out there, I'm not going to say your name. Get ready to go to that haunted house and check out the weird people over there. We try to do our podcast from over there. If everything goes good, and we'll let you folks know. Thank y'all. No music tonight, but hey, we might have music next week. Thank you guys. I love you guys. Bye.